Hi, you're listening to the Slow Life Project podcast with me, Lana Hall, a show dedicated to helping you find confidence, meaning, and true joy in your life. Through my own tips and tricks, as well as interviews with others, you'll learn to slow down, get real, and feel happy. Let's get started. everyone, it's Lana Hall here, your host of the Slow Life Project podcast. Welcome. We are going to talk today about a challenge that I really think can supercharge your life. And it is one that I have been doing myself for the last few months. And I'm really excited to share it with you and to talk about the benefits of this challenge. So what is the challenge? It's pretty simple but that doesn't mean that it's easy. So the challenge is to do one new thing every day. And this is an idea that I first heard about quite a few months ago now. And the idea is that you use it as a journaling prompt. What is the one new thing that happened to you that day? And I thought to myself, oh, that's a cool idea. I didn't really prioritize it. But when I knew we were coming overseas, I thought to myself, oh, well, that's a good time <laughs> to put this habit into place. Um, one, I probably made it about as easy as it possibly could be for myself. But the other thing is that it would create a really nice record of the time that we were here as well. And I quite enjoy writing. So I was looking forward to the idea of, you know, having a book and being able to prioritize writing in it every day, which, as I said, isn't something that um, I had been doing previously. So ever since we got to Paris, I have been keeping a daily journal and I write down in there a summary of what happened that day. Um, It doesn't have to be every single thing we did but making sure that I write down one new thing that happened for each day. So most of the time, this has been pretty easy. (laughs) We have gone to a lot of new places and there's been a lot of kind of easy firsts, like things like the first time we're invited to a French person's house or the first time that um, one of my kids had their friend over to our house for a play date, you know, things that at home has been happening for years. We're not going to a French person's house, but, you know, having kids over or going to somebody's house. Um, so there were, it was easy to create a lot of firsts. Something that I thought was interesting is that it wasn't automatic. So even being in a new place and doing lots of new things. Some of the times when I was writing, the the uh, tasks were really quite small. So it might be something like, oh, I got to actually try out a new French word um, in conversation. Conversation, you know, <laughs> doing these transactional conversations with people to get food or whatever. Um, you know, the first time that uh, I use the phrase like stay to they use it over here all the time means that's all. So when you're done ordering. So sometimes it would just be stuff like that. And then sometimes in a new place and it was always meant to be amazing and and doing cool new stuff, I definitely found that it was a challenge. I was like, oh, well, I kind of did work and I took the kids to school and that's pretty normal. And so the things I was writing about were really small, things like 
I would go and try and buy something different from the uh, bakery called Boulangerie here or, you know, a different kind of biscuit at the supermarket. So really minor stuff. Um, so it is an idea that, like I said, super easy to do when or easier to do when you're traveling, but it has really good benefits and in a way almost better benefits by trying this idea out when you're just going about your regular life. And the reason for that is that as adults, we actually don't really engage in learning and growth that much if we can possibly help it. So mostly people, once they're adults and can choose somewhat what they do with their time, don't actually actively seek out learning new things. And that's primarily because they don't like that feeling of awkwardness and uncomfortableness that comes when you are learning something new. You know, you're often sort of clumsy, you're making lots of mistakes, it doesn't feel right because it's not practiced. So adults tend to avoid it. And if you're thinking, oh, but I'm made to do all this new stuff at work, well, yeah, that's the one area where adults do tend to learn new things at work because it's often it becomes a job requirement for them. So most adults aren't consciously learning new things and choosing that for themselves, but it's actually one of the best things you could be doing for yourself. So whenever we are learning something new, although it is hard work, you are creating new connections in your brain and that's really good for brain health in general. So this is why, you know, it's recommended for older adults to do things like puzzles because it's just helping them create new connections in their mind. And the more connections you have in your brain between different neurons, the easier it is to be creative because a lot of creativity is about taking things that already exist and combining them in a way that's different, unique to you, hasn't been seen before. So new things equals more connections, equals more opportunities for creativity. The other thing that is absolutely great about learning something new is that it will make you more mindful and you will be able to stay more present when you are learning something new. You have to concentrate and that means you can't be listening to the mind chatter to the same degree because you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It's going to take all your attention to just pay attention and be able to do the new thing. So even though it's uh, not something a lot of people are doing, I totally think that it's worthwhile doing this activity. So we've been here, you know, like four, four and a half months or something now. I think it would be quite challenging to sustain that on a daily basis because what I found in the process of writing is that I didn't always want to write every day, particularly if you're writing about a day that's happened, you know, you're waiting to the end of the day to see what the new thing is or just to see what you're going to be writing down. By the time I got to the end of the day, I was pretty tired. And so actually writing the new thing on the day didn't always happen, but I was able to prioritise and think about, well, I better make sure something new happens and I can just write about it tomorrow. So if you're going to practice this technique for yourself, I'd try it out for say like a week or or two weeks 
and then see where you want to go with it and what's going to work for you in terms of how you record this stuff. It becomes um, you have much more accountability when you write things down, so that helps. But what I found was that um, I hand wrote my journal and handwriting slowed it down and made it a bit harder because I'm not used to it. I don't really write anymore. Uh, and the slowing down is nice. It was nice to practice my writing, but uh, it definitely added an extra layer of challenge. And the other thing that I found is that I couldn't always do it as a journaling exercise. So, so a few of these days, not too many, but some of them are just dot points about the things that happened. <laughs> it's not like a nice description of full sentences. So there's a few different ways that you might want to play around with the idea in order to make it easier for you to stick to it. But the writing things down does help because it will make you accountable. If you don't write it down, if you just say, oh, I'm going to do one new thing every day, it's so easy to forget and then not get the benefits of this technique. Um, it's totally something that you could choose to do or at least think about in terms of your values, you know. So if creativity is really important to you, do you want to try and expose yourself to one new idea that might stimulate that activity? If you love learning and growth, well, you know, you'll be getting some of that just by doing the activity or it could be, you know, um, that you learn a new fact each day um, or you read an article out of a different uh, online newspaper each day. You can definitely make a theme around your values, particularly if it's really important to you at the moment to be working on a particular value and you really want to create some growth in that area of your life and get that increase in satisfaction and meaning that's going to come. You can pick a word. But this technique will work even if you don't. So when you start to use this technique, what you'll immediately find is that you're going to be more present and more mindful. You have to start looking for these opportunities to do something differently. And that's awesome because you're going to spend more time in the present just being able to appreciate life, but it almost instantly makes you more adventurous as well. And I don't know if that's something that's important to you, but I actually kind of love that idea uh, that you will start to take more risks and say yes to more things if you are looking for something to shake up the day. If you've got to write something down that's new and different and someone presents you with an idea and it's like, well, you could do this or you could not do it but it's a new thing, then it will make the decision really easy. You'll be like, yep, I have to take it. I want to have something to write down at the end of this day. And like I said, if you then want to focus that in on your values and saying yes to things in an area of your life that you're trying to work on improving and bringing more in, it's such a good way to just supercharge that and get more of that. Um, the other interesting benefit from this technique is it will change your relationships with other people for the better, which might not be the most obvious thing to think about in the beginning. But the way that that works is that you have more things to talk about and you will feel more excited about your life when you are doing new things. So if you're doing something new every day, you are going to have way more stuff to talk to people about at parties. It makes it heaps easier 
um, to have something interesting and exciting to kind of talk to long-term partners about at the end of the day. So often when I'm talking to people, you know, they get into a real rut where it's like, yep, you go to work, come home from work, maybe tell your partner about work, <laughs> you know, watch some TV, go to bed kind of thing. But if you are pursuing something new you will want to share that with your partner oh guess what fun thing I did today you know and that brings some more sort of positive energy into the the relationship it makes you more attractive because you're excited about your life you know and and you're someone who's doing new and interesting things and you know that works if you're dating as well it gives you stuff to talk about makes you seem like an interesting person on the date um, and I think that, you know, when you're having conversations from that place, when your energy is higher and you're excited, people want to talk to you longer and you're more likely then to end up in positions where you're getting more of what you want, you know, if that might be deeper relationships or career opportunities, the longer conversations go on, the more likely it is that, you know, you can find those places we mesh or connect or have something to share with each other or offer the other person. And so it has this really lovely side benefit if part of what's important to you in life is connecting with other people or the benefits that you can get from connecting with other people, you know, in terms of opportunities that you might not have been aware of unless you were having those conversations. All right, so hopefully with all that, I have sold you on the benefits of doing something new every day. As I said before, don't set yourself up for feeling overwhelmed by committing to this for a really long period of time. I would commit to it for like seven days or two weeks. You know, if it's during the holidays for a couple of weeks, be a really great time to practice this or maybe up to one month. If you do it for a month, you have 30 new things that you have done, and that's pretty cool, and you'll have so many good stories. (laughs) Like I said, it does not have to be a big thing every day, even in a new country. I struggled with that. So remember, keep your expectations reasonable. But if you just keep progressing with the idea, some days you're going to have small new things, and sometimes there's going to be opportunities that you're going to take that are really going to be bigger and better and lead to more you know joy and satisfaction in your life which is a great thing all right so that's my challenge for you this week go out and practice this idea of one new thing every day would love to hear from you as to how this works in your own life and particularly the hacks that you have how do you make it as easy as possible to get this idea happening. So like I said, I probably wouldn't keep handwriting it. I think you have to keep your expectations really low and perhaps you have to write it down every day. You write, uh, you can write it every second day and write two days worth as long as you're doing one new thing every day. So if you develop better hacks or different ones, I'd love to hear about them. Send me an email at hello at the slow life project.com or just send me a DM through like LinkedIn or Instagram. Alrighty. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Slow Life Project podcast. I hope you have a calm, confident and joyful week. If you'd love more tips or support from me, be sure to subscribe to the podcast or head to my website, theslowlifeproject.com. slowlifeproject.com.